0: Now we hear today's scripture from the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Romans. He writes, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. This is the word of God for the people of God.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: Well, this is our second sermon in the series, Plug into the Source. We're talking about powering up through prayer. No one would argue that prayer is a source of great power in our life, but most of us, if we're honest, struggle a little bit with the idea and the practice of prayer. Just what is prayer? How should we pray? When should we pray? What is the right attitude to have when we pray? In my study, there are many books on prayer on the shelves there. And over the years, I've preached not a few sermons on prayer. One of my favorite comedians has even weighed in on prayer. Let's see what Michael Jr. has to say.
1: I remember going to church as an adult right for the first time when i started going to church and i walk in and the pastor was like he said i want you to pray with your neighbor and i'm like my neighbor don't go to this church i don't know you you want me to call my neighbor on the phone that's creepy i ain't gonna do that right then they explained to me right your neighbor is a person sitting next to you listen i'm brand new at this christian stuff i don't not I didn't even know you're supposed to pray out loud, let alone with this lady. I don't even know this lady. What am I supposed to pray about? Lord, help these bumps go down on this lady's face. I don't know what I'm supposed to pray about. I don't know what I'm supposed to pray about, right? She went first, she was praying all good and she must've been John the Baptist's little sister or something, praying. She was like, Dear Heavenly Father, you said in your word in the sixth chapter, the third, third verse of the book of Matthew, the 601st word on page 1248, <laughs> Lord, you said, but seek, S is in search, E is in everywhere, He is in excellent, K is in kingdom, you're the Alpha, Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, I'm thinking, man, she even knows his nicknames. <laughs> Now, it's my turn to pray, right? But I don't got the spiritual vocabulary to just, but I'm not gonna let her out pray me. So I'm like, okay, God, first of all, you are good people. You know, you are good, Lord, you are good. You are good to the last drop, Lord. Uh, Cause Lord, I I just gotta obey my thirst, Lord, you know? Cause choosing moms choose Jesus. So, Lord, cause no, as the, record, as the rocket's red glare, Lord, it gave proof to the night, Lord. I believe I could fly. Amen.
0: Right. Isn't that great? That's great. Well, I thought I would go where I always go when I need some insight on things as serious as prayer, and I talked to some of the members of our youth group about prayer. It was off the cuff. They didn't have time to prepare. And after they spent a little time making fun of me and how I act and hold my arms when I'm up here, which, by the way, now I'm very self-conscious about because they did great impressions of me, I asked them some questions. I thought I'd share those with you. How does prayer help you in your day-to-day life? Prayer makes me thankful and I like praying for others, people's lives to get better. Prayer is good when things get stressful because it reminds you God is there. And when it is just you and God, the weight is lifted off your mind. Prayer makes me hopeful in the midst of my problems. Prayer is calming to me. I don't have to worry about what anyone else thinks or says. God listens and gives me peace. And I ask, when do you pray? At the start of each day? Every time I hear a siren? In my quiet time in my room? On the school bus? During the moment of silence at school? I pray for me to have a good day, and I pray for help for those who need it. What is prayer? It's a good question. These are their answers. Prayer is asking forgiveness. It's asking God's care for another. It's communication with God, a conversation with God, talking with God. And this one really gave me pause. Thinking with God. Isn't that beautiful? Prayer is a reminder that God is there. What attitude do we need when we pray? Their answers were humility, gratitude, openness, and trust. What do you like most about prayer? I can talk about anything without anyone else knowing. I can ask God for patience or forgiveness and know that I can show my weakness. Not bad, huh? Kimmy and Ben and Bill and Ashley and all those that have worked with the youth have done a pretty good job raising up disciples who take prayer seriously. These guys, these kids inspire me. Right before the text that we read in the book of Romans, Paul is talking about the future glory for which all creation longs. And he uses that powerful language the future glory which all creation groans. God is at work redeeming the world, Paul says. And what was revealed in the life and death and resurrection of Jesus will come to fulfillment for all the world, for all creation. But not quite yet. We live in the in-between time. We know what God wants. God wants all people to know God. God wants all people to live in unity and peace and love with one another. And Paul exhorts us that in this in-between time, this between what we know God is going to do and when it's all fulfilled, that we wait with patience for things to be made right. And then our verses that we read come in. All creation groans over the broken relationship with God, including the creation that or people like us who try to follow Jesus. He writes, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. Have you ever felt that way? I bet you have. you ever been so hurt? you ever been so brokenhearted? hearted you ever been so discouraged? You ever been so overwhelmed that there were just no words to put together in a prayer? The pain was too deep for words. Willie Nelson is one of my favorite singers. He has a song called I've Been Too Sick to Pray. And I love the words I've Been Too Sick to Pray, Lord. That's why we haven't talked in a while. It's been some of those days, Lord. Thought I was on my last mile. Never needed you more. I would have called you before, but I was too sick to pray. Sometimes life's like that, isn't it? But on the other hand, there are moments in life, these precious moments that appear sometimes. We're, we are so overwhelmed with joy and beauty that there are no words. Hold that newborn baby to see a spectacular sunrise. To look on as someone that you've loved and believed in and encouraged along the way find success in their life. To know what it's like to be deeply loved And appreciated. Sometimes things can be too beautiful for words. But the life of prayer that Paul is calling us to is not about words at all. It's about the heart. The Spirit, he says, intercedes for us when there are no words. And God, who searches the heart, hears even the prayers we cannot seem to pray. Isn't that beautiful, good news? God hears even the prayers we cannot seem to pray. When our longing for God reflects creation's longing for God, the Spirit intercedes. And Paul believes that the call of the church is to pray and intercede on behalf of creation, on behalf of the world. We groan along with all people for God to come and complete the work of redemption. Well, Barry, that sounds good. That's kind of high and lofty, but I want to plug into the source of power of prayer for my own life, for my situation, for my struggles. Well, that's good news too. Praying for our own concerns and our own pain and our own grief and our own struggles is where a powerful life of prayer for others begins. As one of the youth said, when I pray for myself, it reminds me to pray for others. You see, Paul wants us to understand that the power of prayer in our life is not only experienced when we feel our prayers for ourselves get answered or that God is at work the way we long for God to be at work. Paul wants us to understand that the power of prayer in our life is also known when we let prayer lead us to love others and to care for others and to long for others to be healed and comforted. For others to find peace and hope and direction. That's the power of prayer in our life. It changes us. Paul is teaching us that our prayers, our hearts and our lives should join all creation in groaning and longing for God's will to be done. For God's salvation to be fully embraced by one and all. And when we plug into the source of prayer, we find that's how prayer changes us, even when the circumstances don't change. When we plug into the power of prayer, we find that prayer has the power to bless others as we live from the heart, the heart God knows heart God listens to always. Mother Teresa prayed this prayer. May God break my heart so completely that the whole world falls in. The whole world. That is the kind of prayer Paul is talking about in our text. That's the kind of prayer that gives us power for daily living. So, take heart. Even when you don't feel you can pray. Even when you don't know how to pray. Even when something is so profound, either painful or beautiful, that there are no words. The Spirit intercedes. And God who searches the heart knows. And God even hears the prayer. We can't pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.